Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in for part three of Shai's story. You'll be hearing about the fruits that came from her obedience. She shared them so graciously and her faithfulness has truly encouraged me. I hope this final part of her story also inspires you. You asked me about fruits of the wilderness because I think I have so many, it's just hard to name them. One of them is really, um, I kind of have battle scars now. Like Jesus. <laughs> I didn't die for anyone since, but um, these scars are now reminders, right? Um, where now, when the next thing comes, I have new wisdom, new sensitivity, more emotional intelligence, more realism, I would say to approach it from a more mature perspective that I didn't have before. How could I? Um, fun fact, I'm a crazy optimist, super crazy optimist. Um, but when life hands you really hard realities, you have to kind of balance what's in front of you versus like what you believe or what you choose to believe about humanity. I still believe that I try to see the best in people. I really do. Um, until they prove me wrong. But my approach to them is no longer unguarded, if that makes sense. Because I have a scar. So I'm a bit more careful with analyzing the entire situation, with maybe not giving 120% of myself if I'm not called to do if I'm not called to do that. Versus naturally, it was like my inclination to. Um, so yeah, another fruit is probably like battle scars and wisdom to navigate when another mountain or another wilderness comes and wisdom to now impart on people walking in something similar, challenging them in different ways. That would have been hard for me to truly see if I hadn't walked in it myself and not just walked in it, but really peeled back all the layers that were needed mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah. But that's not even like, I think the real crux, like where the real impact and changes is the fruit that people can't see is the time that it gave me to really work on myself. Um, and that's in terms of therapy, that's increasing my emotional IQ. It's giving my space, my, my giving myself, my soul, the room to heal um, because now if my cup is now full, I'm now better service to my God, my community, my family, my chosen family and my patients at the end of the day, you know, um, and then it also permitted me time, time to yes, heal and all that stuff, but now to um, impact people ways outside of medicine that I care about. One of those pillars is actually community service. One of the reasons I realized that I was so empty was because I hadn't been able to pour into people in a way that was not specifically in the hospital, which is something I grew up with. My, my parents have a, um, a not-for-profit called Second Chance Ministries where we literally would go on a weekend to feed the homeless people in D.C. Like stuff like that that I just grew up with, right? I used to be a Girl Scout, fun fact. Stuff in nursing homes that I grew up with, you know? Um, 
and I, and then even being part of communities like before um, when I lived in um, New York, I went to Hillsong at VU, doing these massive things like Easter egg drop. The engagement that I get from that, people just being curious about what is that, and then ultimately getting them to like, you know, the message of Jesus and just feeling loved and accepted no matter where they are, no matter where they are. I wasn't, I didn't have time to do any of that, so it gave me back the time to do that. Um, that's what really like lights me up apart from my quote-unquote obligation and it's not to say I can't I don't have God moments in the hospital it's just that it's not designed for them <laughs> it's really not um, so when I do get an opportunity from when I do cherish it but there are way more parts of me than being a doctor and I know those parts of me better you know I've been alive um, with those parts of me longer than I've been an actual doctor. So honoring that and stewarding um, my time, my finances and my priorities appropriately, those are the things that have been like the fruit. My friends now, when they talk to me, like, wow, man, like I can hear it in your voice or like things of that nature. Um, like there's no point in building an empire when you're empty. It's it's, it's almost like an oxymoron. So, yeah. Do you feel like, um, remember how you saw that doctor the first time when you were at the yeah. school? Does it feel like that right that's now? That's me, yes, oh my goodness. Okay, I love, that's so funny. That is me because I'm not empty. That's it. Um, so I've been such a great help and service to, I am back in the hospital now, but you know, um, in a lesser capacity, I would say. Like, I'm not working 120 hour weeks as that. I don't do that anymore. But when I do show up, I'm, I'm able to be fully present. I am up to date on the latest literature. Um, I can help my patients with a high level of competency and um, have the room um, to touch them and to be a light without the heaviness of the system, uh, the narcissistic system that is medicine in mm -hmm. a way. Um, weighing on me. Yeah, yeah, that's me for sure. Yeah, I love that you said that because I hadn't thought about that. And I'm so grateful for that because people, people now say that again, not living for their acknowledgement or validation, but I'm getting that so much, so much now that it's helpful because it's like, wow, God, thank you for permitting me to be in this environment that I'm able to make an impact. Um, um, patients leave me cards like different things like that that's just been really for them it's nothing but a really it, it's deep down it's deep down and it's not deep down so that I can keep it for my glory but it's really for God's glory um Brooke Lydrewood she came back um she came to a conference a few years ago and she did an interview with Pastor Rich and one of the things that she said she's an amazing like singer-songwriter for those who don't know about her um, basically along the lines of when someone gives her a compliment, she says, thank you. Instead of like saying, no, 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 or this whole thing, or, oh yeah, I just, I woke up like this or whatever. She's like, she's like, she, she takes it and she's like, thank you. And then later on, she takes all of those and she presents it as a bouquet to Jesus. And I was like, wow, that really impacted me. And I've been doing that ever since. So whenever I'm able to, able to help a patient, or take a patient from, wow, God, I think 
this woman is dying in front of me to, oh, Jesus, thank you so much that she's alive. These are conversations I have with God internally when I'm trying to manage whatever's in front of me. At the end of the day, I present it as a bouquet to him. Um, and that's been, that's been great. That's been great. Because that also helps to keep me humble. It's almost as if there's this new level of connection with your students because now they can look to you like that doctor that visited your class that one day. And there's also this close proximity that they have to you, which they can lean on if they needed advice, if ever they were in a similar wilderness season, just like you experienced, they can actually come to you and ask for advice. Yeah, and I think it's also, um, there's power in someone being authentic with you. Um, people connect to that. And there's also power in when someone can see something that you're doing is attainable. So, um, when I'm home in Nigeria, I look like everyone. That's not the case when I'm here. Um, and I've got used to that, you know? But it was so cool when I went there, people would be like, oh, they, they would speak to me in Swahili. And I'd be like, oh my guy, Yoruba, a little bit, but not really anything else, I'm sorry. But I say that because now the women that are there, especially the women, but also the men, they look like me. And they can see, okay, she's doing this. I can do it. It's a, it's, it's a classic psych, psych thing. Um, people gravitate to people that look like them. Um, if they see you're doing something, they re believe it's it's um, reproducible. God bless our entire team, but it's just a factor of the, the statistics in this country. There's not a lot of people that look like me that are physicians and that are willing to step out of themselves and, you know, stretch out a hand to help. Um, that's been so impactful. And honestly, I look up to them, if I'm being super honest, because um, they're all older than me. They all have families. They're sacrificing an incredible amount of time to be part of this program. And then when they're done, they have to now go build it in whatever rural hospital that they're at. And that takes an incredible amount of courage um, tenacity, bravery, intelligence. Um, they really inspired me. Like, okay. Do you think you'd be able to see that if it wasn't for the wilderness season? In that perspective? That's a good question. I don't think I would have had the space to process that before. Um, and then when you work on yourself, you start to see other things in other people, good and bad, right? That's just a matter of when you're illuminating something. Um, so I think it makes it easier for me to see their light and their potential because it hasn't been easy for me, you know? Do you highlight it when you see it? Like, do you voice it when you see it? Oh, yeah. I'm very vocal. I'm very vocal. We actually, I actually got to see a good amount of them um, 
last month. We're in April, right? Yes. Yeah, last month um, at an international conference. Um, and it was an amazing reunion. Um, but what I took away from the reunion was that, wow, um, they still talk about the impact that I made. Um, they're like, you have to come back. Like, you have to come back. We've told so-and-so, you have to come back. Just tell us when we need your knowledge, we need your guidance, etc. Um, so to see that I've marked them as much as they've marked me, that's like, that's dope. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you what you're grateful for now, but I feel like you just said everything. Yeah, that's everything. Um, I'm grateful for um, my family and my chosen family. I think I said it earlier, but you got to have people around you that are going to speak life into you and hold you down when things are foggy without judgment. Um, that don't rush you. I feed you good food. <laughs> um, I'm so grateful for that. I'm just so grateful for God's patience with me. Because um, I'm so growing. I'm not perfect. Far from it. But I'm grateful to be on this journey. And I'm grateful to have the capacity to walk this journey. Uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, all of it. Yeah. Would you know what to say to people that don't have a community or don't know God and they would be in that season of wilderness? If I didn't know God, I don't think I would be here today. I'm very serious about that. Um, because the thing that I devoted my life to was gone. So I'm like, okay, what, what am I living for? What am I living for? Apart from some people could say, well, you could live for revenge, but that's, that ends up killing you in a different way anyway, right? Um, you could live for money, fame, whatever, but that also ends up killing you internally as well. Um, if I didn't have God, I would not be here. I would have believed the lie of the enemy which would said things like, you're not worthy, you messed up, um, no one would miss you, um, it's all a scam, so there's no point in you being like participating. Um, but I know God, and his plans for me are good. And I choose to believe that because I've seen evidence of that over and over and over again that I can't take credit for. I can't take credit for a lot of it. If you don't have a community and you don't believe God, believe in God, what's the worst that can happen? You live your life and you ultimately die. But if you have a community that speaks life into you, and you do believe, you have the audacity 
the Bible says you just need a mustard seed size faith to believe that God is who he says he is. You'll realize that the life that you were living before him was just a counterfeit. Your eyes will be so much more open and filled with the sweet honey of his presence that you can't know of or imagine until you taste it. And when you encounter him, you're going to know. The people around you are going to know. Something's going to be different. I would almost challenge you to be like, what's the worst that can happen? You live this amazing life in his presence. And then when we die, the best news is it's not over. You, you get to do that for eternity. Eternity. People have all these different visions of heaven and like what it looks like. The Bible gives us some, the Bible gives us some literal descriptions of it. But it's, it's really boils down to peace. That Selah moment that I was talking about earlier. That's heaven. 24-7. That's it. What would you call this season right now that you're in? Bounce back. <laughs> um, I haven't titled it yet. I would say, um, maybe refining. Um, I had vivid um, imagery of the Hebrew boys in the fire in my season, like very early on. Cause I felt like I was in a fire, that gift, right? Um, but knowing that they didn't know when the fire was gonna stop, but God was with them. Um, I think it was Tasha Cobb that talked about um, something about you being in the fire, but uh, it doesn't mean you're not gonna Feel the heat. That's what it is. This this means you're not going to feel the heat. And I very much felt the heat, you know. Um, and my response to that was again not trying to fight, like I said, but trusting in God, because He was He was with them and He was with me. So I still think I'm in a fire, but it's to refine me, you know. There's less anxiety. There's less, um, my anchor is stronger. And, and, I'm, and I'm living a life according to my priorities. So I'm still being refined into something beautiful, you know? Um, so there's gonna be days where I learn like a harder lesson or I'm faced with something that makes me more humble. <laughs> that happens a lot, right? Um, but I accept that because the end is so beautiful. And even right now, that process is beautiful. Walking in it um, is beautiful. Yeah.